0: All right. This unknown problem,
1: unknown problem.
0: Yeah, and, and then some number. I'm
1: like what? Uh,
0: so, I backed it up and I did download, and uh, it downloaded like two minutes, and then the same thing happens. So I watched. I tried to watch something else, and it's like two minutes.
1: And you know that's probably a them problem and not a you problem.
0: I don't think it's a me problem. No,
1: I would think it isn't. <clears throat> Well, let's intro the thing and talk about stuff Yeah Yeah Listeners, you're listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast This is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie, which we will spoil But first, we talk about Recently Watched, which we try not to spoil Uh, We thank the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show You can find the music on Amazon or Apple Music and buy it digitally or say hello to them on facebook where they are the moon dash rays and we are not professional critics we're just your hosts i'm richard i'm here with will hello and jolian so it's um a holiday yeah we're, we're not speaking portuguese man um if you if you run into anybody where you needed to communicate with them or they needed to communicate with you and you just used translation apps no, did that literally yesterday? Oh, did it work? Totally worked. I'm like, dude, the business you're looking for is not in this building.
0: <laughs> wow, it's like Star Trek.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, that spoke no English at all, at all, at all. Uh, was looking or for. So it. he said. So he said.
0: Um, I sometimes pretend that I don't speak any English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, okay, okay. Uh, anywho, uh, this guy was looking for a place that mixed automobile paint, ah. and I assured him that there was nobody in that entire building that did such a thing, unless somebody had a high uh, unless somebody had a side hustle.
0: Oh, maybe. That maybe is, you spoiled somebody's side hustle.
1: That's a possibility. Ah. So, um, what have you watched since we did this last? Anything good?
0: Oh, dear God, what have I watched? Uh, I watched, I know what I watched, uh, not Uma, I watched Old from oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Isn't that the one everyone was saying was terrible?
0: I think they say all of his movies are terrible <laughs> except The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> liked any of his movies since.
1: Some people liked The Village, but you know what? If they couldn't figure it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most of them are guests from the trailers, and then don't bother. But I love that one where there's the kids staying over with their relatives. What was that one?
1: Uh, I don't think I know which one that is. Huh. I, I kind of bailed on
0: Yeah, I haven't watched M-Mite. any of his movies for a long time. I but of old like... was free, so. Okay. I what was... was like, that looked dumb as all get out i'm gonna watch the hell after that
1: (laughs) (laughs) was it signals the alien one Uh uh-huh signs 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 um i liked that one when i watched it the first time for a couple reasons he didn't show you the monster didn't 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 gave you a fleeting glimpse on a news clip so effective yeah and then i think there were some suits that were like um we're gonna need a monster and then they made him, like, just parade the monster out and have it gyra- yeah. gyrate around and Ooh. threaten a kid. The
0: alien looks just like Elvis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just swinging his hips. and
0: Uh-huh. We and can he- only film the alien from the neck up.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's not what you people are thinking. It's because he had a giant
2: dom.
0: Yeah, just blur out from the <laughs> neck down. And be like, mm, what are we not
2: seeing? <laughs> right. Not, for Woody the Pooh
1: Yeah Yeah <laughs> Just like an alien with a red t-shirt That's it Wearing nothing else
0: In so, the Navy they call that Donald Ducking Yeah Yeah
1: Well it's the Navy Donald Duck yeah. wears a sailor suit They're yes, not gonna
0: uh-huh, No pants Just the shirt
1: They're not gonna call it Porky Pigging
0: No What would they That be like the butcher's business What would you
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> the meat business. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Sam the Butcher, I just got bad, bad thoughts.
1: So there. what were you saying? You watched a bunch of M. Night Shyamalan I movies? watched
0: one M. Night Shyamalan movie called Old, which came out 1997. Um, <laughs> so it's old. <laughs> so it's old. It involves a group of people uh, on a, a three-hour. three-hour cruise. Yeah. <laughs> a really... Uh, exclusive club or uh, like hotel okay. and they go to an, uh, a uh, secluded beach um, that you have to pass through this narrow a little passageway with these big rocks mm-hmm. and they get to this beautiful beach and then they
2: so it's a uh, metaphor for being born
0: uh huh yeah if you can't figure out where this movie is going or what it's saying oof uh yeah so pretty much you figure out people are getting older <laughs> like we all do and then you watch them and it is a movie that stops every 5 minutes to explain to you what the characters think are happening. Oh great. And mm. s- their explanations are dumber than the actual premise of the movie <laughs> a lot of times. And you're like, "What? Why would you okay.
2: Uh so you just you just go with it." Hmm. Maybe you should have done it with it as a musical, so at least those bits would have been fun to watch.
0: That would have been good. That would have been really good. Old the musical. Hmm. play old rock and roll songs. Yeah. Make all the boomers feel like they're getting really old. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I watched something called Mikey. All right. From nineteen ninety something. Yeah. Seven, I believe.
2: Killer kid movie. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wow. You think he could just push a kid down. (laughs) I mean, he's like 10 or 12. How strong can he really be?
1: I've asked the same thing about Chucky.
0: Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Chucky. Chucky is even shorter, I believe, and probably weighs even less because he's full of stuffing. Mm Mm-hmm. Or this kid's at least full of meat and bones, poop and goo, <laughs> black stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. You want if you want to take a real stroll down memory lane of the early '90s as far as fashion and home decor goes, you can't pick a better movie. It is just like you know, you just expect people to start talking about friends and. <clears throat> The Cranberries and, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, whatever movies came out in 1992, Jurassic Park, yeah. you know, all that. One of the kids from Jurassic Park, not the two main kids, but the little kid who Alan scares with the claw yeah. at the beginning, he's in this movie, oh. but he does not play Mikey.
1: Well, at least he got some work.
0: Yeah. Um... What else did I watch? I watched nothing good. Absolutely nothing good.
1: Uh, well, you know that's why rewatching stuff once in a while is a good idea. At least you know it's good cuz you already like it.
0: Yeah, but I've already seen it, so. Yeah. You know I value the novelty of things way more than the I don't know. fondness of the memory of having watched it before. Yeah. Like, no, no, I want to see something new.
1: You know, you were mentioning earlier, like, uh, putting music in a movie to make the boomers feel old. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you want to make uh, a Gen Xer feel uh-huh. old, show some interviews with people who are either in the industry, like the, you know, radio or the music industry or whatever, and band members who are starting to get kind of gray and wrinkly. It's like, oh, shit. This is what's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, especially if somebody who you think of them as being your same age as you, but it, you know, they're 5 or 8 years older than you, it's like, ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or I saw somebody's post that was like some kids at work wanted to play music and they I asked them, "What do you want to play?" and they said, "Oh, let's play some oldies." And then they put on Blink-182, and I just about died.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> funny.
0: I'm like, uh, serves you right, grandpa. I mean, he's my age, but.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I was in, uh, the grocery store two days ago, three days ago, and Cuts You Up by Peter Murphy was playing. If I had any doubt they were targeting me, now I know. Uh-huh. They're targeting me. It's like, hey, Xer, you want to buy those, uh, brownies?
0: Yeah. Hey. Yes.
1: They're for the crew, but. <laughs> sure. Now I'm going to buy some booze, too to wash them down
0: (laughs) now now that you've you know ruined my day by making me feel real old
1: it's grocery store music now come on Uh that's goth and then i find out like within 24 hours of that that uh bauhaus have uh canceled their show like their entire rest of their tour oh they postponed the show here in denver and then just just the other day canceled the whole rest of the tour
0: well, it is hard to do a show if you have to be back at the nursing home by four thirty.
1: <laughs> I guess so. It, I don't know, man. Just quit touring then. Just quit touring if it if it's that bad.
0: So I'm sure I watched other things. I watched a whole bunch of movies, but I don't remember any of them. Yeah, none of them were any good. No. No. You should write these down to warn us away. I you know, should. You know what
1: the problem I think is? You saw Nope.
0: I did. I saw Nope and that really did not make me want to watch anything else. You, you know, For a while I was kind of like, that was a pretty good movie.
1: You want to absorb it?
0: I went online. I made the mistake of going online to read people's reviews. Oh God. Everybody is a moron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people did not get this movie at all. They were just constantly like, there was no plot. Ugh. They were bad actors.: Ugh.
1: Yeah.: oh. You know what's even worse than that? When, if you ever go on shutter and read the reviews, I, I torture myself once in a while and do this. But, <laughs> but it's the person who gives it a it's, it's like one to five skulls instead of stars or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, and you can't leave zero, you have to leave at least a one skull review. And they'll leave a review that says, meh.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, that
1: just I don't know why that sets me off. I wanna find out who they are and choke them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I find those better than the just people who go on and on about how everything was terrible and it was the worst movie they've ever seen. You're like, Really? You've how many movies have you seen? Two? Yeah. Three? This is the worst. You have the most blessed life as far as film viewing goes.
1: Yes, you pretty, pretty dum dumb. dumb. Yeah. I wish I could be you for a day. You
0: you haven't even heard of anything like Roller Gator
1: <laughs> or there, Mikey. There are so many bad movies. Or old. <laughs> so many bad movies. Yeah. So that was it?
0: Yeah. I'm sure I'll think of something. Yeah. I'll write it down
2: and save it for later. All right. Julian? Uh, well, I just started a new project, so this is probably going to be the last of my marathons.
1: Oh, no. Oh, what kind of marathon did you have?
2: Uh, well, I watched every Toby Hooper movie I hadn't seen before. Nice. Mm. Um, so, I'm Dangerous Tonight from 1990.
0: Okay, I haven't even heard of that one.
2: Um, good reason. This one's got Madchen Amick, around Twin, Twin Peaks time. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Okay. And Anthony Perkins. Um, this is about. Um, this is one of those movies where uh, an Aztec, Aztec uh, sacrifi- sacrificial altar hides a cursed cloak. That and, old story. Yeah. Turns a shy college girl played by Madchen Amick. <clears throat> into a hottie in a red dress because she makes a dress out of the cloak the cloak mm. sounds reasonable the dress and um uh yeah so um it, it's okay stupid film you know it's quite enjoyable um probably the best hooper film post life force <laughs> Ooh.
1: so was this before or after toolbox murders
2: before I, I'll Ooh. get to Toolbox movies. I think that's right before. <laughs> okay. Uh, Night Terrors, 1993. Toby Hooper. This, he, is... He, this is a movie he was brought in as the replacement.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh huh. Robert England plays the Marquis de Sade and the descendant of the Marquis de Sade is called Paul Chevalier. I uh, thought you were at... just
0: going to say just Paul. <laughs> it's
2: called Paul. Set in... Oh, Mikey. Uh, set in Alexandria. Um, Virginia they were going to film it in uh Egypt, but um so something happened, so they had to film it in Tel Aviv instead, so the original director bowed out and so Robert England was all upset about it, so they said wait 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 we'll get your one of your favorite directors you, know, you work with him on Eden alive so uh they brought in toby hooper um and this also stars Zoe Trilling as genie um. This could have been directed by Zalman King. There's lots of very soft core romping around.
1: Oh, the Red Shoes Diary guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of nice locations, but that's it. I I can't huh. remember it. It was, it was very bland. Um, you know, for a film dealing with Marquis de I and mean, Robert England's good.
1: Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they
2: do good makeup on him as the de but it's just uh, the film's not willing to go there. Yeah. yeah don't don't do not do the marquee if you're not willing to go all yeah. the way Um. so I watched a couple of epics uh, The Robe 1953 Henry Costa um, this is uh, it's about uh, the, the robe which uh, Jesus was wearing when he got crucified and so it's considered to have magical powers Um. you got uh, Gene Simmons, Victor Mature Michael Rennie Richard Burton, uh, great score by Alfred Newman. Um Alfred Newman is the guy who did the twentieth century Fox theme, so mm-hmm. everybody on the planet's heard his music. Um, lovely map paintings. Um uh Jay Ro- Robinson is really good as Caligula, very campy. Um That one's quite enjoyable, but I I like the sequel better. It's like this direct sequel. It even starts off with the ending of the previous movie. Oh, nice! Demetrius and the Gladiators, nineteen fifty-four. This so this one. uh, Demetrius is Victor Mature from the first movie, and uh, you get some great gladiatorial scenes. Um, You get. uh, It's got a really cool cast. Uh, One of the one of the dancers that the uh, uh, decadent Romans have on for a show is. Obviously, Julie Newmar. You can spot her straight uh, off. Um, Susan Hayward. William Marshall plays a gladiator. All right. He he, d- he does look awesome as a gladiator. I bad. He's pretty hot. Uh, Ernest Borgnine is the uh, uh, guy who trains the gladiators. I could see that. Yeah, he, he's really cool when he's in the like badass mode. You know, the yeah. vicious person. Um, Deborah Paget... Um, who who is from Denver, Colorado. Oh, Oh. wow. Um, Anne Bancroft, Richard Egan, Woody Strode is another gladiator. Um, Cameron Mitchell is the voice of Jesus. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Cameron Mitchell. Yep, in the original Toolbox Murders. Uh Um,
0: Uh-huh. He's in so many bad movies.
2: Yeah. He is one of the kings of bad movies. He
0: is. He is the king of bad movies. You know, he is the Nicolas Cage of that time.
2: Yeah, you can
0: guarantee it's going to
2: be terrible. Right? Yeah,
0: you're like, ooh, I just wait for his name to come up on the credits, and you're like, oh, it's Cameron Mitchell movie. Right? How much effort did he put into this? Is he just going to sit in a chair the whole time and
2: yell? <laughs> Probably. But he's so good in the '50s and like everything like '970 onwards, you can guarantee it's oh, going to yeah. be junk. Uh The Northman. Have you any of you seen this? No, I haven't oh, seen it yet. yet. Oh, it's uh, it's really impressive. So the new Robert Eggers movie as you know. Um uh, so you, you've got uh, Alexander Skarsgård as uh the Northman, um and Taylor Joy, um Nicole Kidman, uh Ethan Hawke, Bjork, Willem Defoe uh, looks really good i didn't find it very emotionally involving though huh I and mean, it looks gorgeous and it's got really impressive uh you know action scenes and yeah you know of course the attention to detail is ridiculous yeah but it's just a little distant a little yeah so like, i was i was on the outside looking in and it wasn't mm. uh it's like okay this is basically the original version of hamlet but uh he He doesn't have any doubts there's no self oh, doubt yeah. or, you know, he doesn't debate or anything um you know he's he's this like blunt force um so he's, he's pretty much the opposite of the Hamlet um, yeah we know and love uh let's see uh the haunted castle from nineteen sixty this is a german <coughs> comedy musical horror movie <laughs>
0: sure mm. I'm dubious. Uh,
2: yeah, does that get you excited? Um, so this is uh, uh, about a, a group of ghosts, and uh, they're trying to help out this woman because her family's like, out of money, and they're trying to hold on to their older castle. So you've got to muster sympathy for a, a you know, upper class family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean it was it was. Reason, reasonably fun. Uh, it wasn't as bad as I, I thought it would be. Um, it's the second in the Spechart trilogy. Um, this was uh, marketed as a grusicle when it came out in Germany. A grusicle, huh? Um, <laughs> I, I learned that the German for mincemeat is hackenfleisch. Mm. Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. hacked up flesh. Yeah. Um, I love
0: their compound words. Oh, God. Sorry. Birth control is anti-baby pillin. <laughs> God. It's the only German I know. Anti-baby pillin, really. Yeah. <laughs> they just put words
2: together yeah. like that. <laughs> anti-baby pillin.
1: And they slam right together like railroad cars.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, I watched a couple of Mondo movies. Uh Mondo Daytona. Um so the original version of this came out in 1968 and it's it's fairly mild sort of semi-documentary version of a beach party movie Mm -hmm. Uh, then it came out again in 1917 they edited in acid effects and the ground funk railroad and uh, updated it slightly Um, there's a a whole bunch of uh, groups suddenly start playing, doing this impromptu music video, and hmm. standing on a yacht or whatever.
1: Is it clearly rehearsed, or is it as bad as it should be?
2: Um, well, some of them know what they're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I was I was all right. I, I mean, it was, it was nice to see that, that period, all you know, the costumes and everything. Uh, but Mondo Hollywood, I thought, was pretty good, uh, from 1967. Um, this this one's you know is just tours around Hollywood of '67 and shows all this weird stuff. And here's um, where someone died. Yeah, and and it's, it was really interesting because you can see this is the end of the happy '60s and it's just about to go really dark. Yeah. Uh, you've got like um, uh, uh, Jay Sebring <clears throat> uh, showing how he does hair pieces for men. Oh, and you're watching man. it man "Oh my god, dude."
0: you He's, have no idea
2: no um you've got one of the manson families in it just uh. goofing around with a bow and arrow oh Be- that's, that's before good. he was in the family how weird mm. yeah uh bobby beausoleil oh shit <laughs> oh man yeah he was the first killer uh so it this one's got very mild until about halfway through uh-huh. and then there's this hollywood children's fashion show which i just couldn't watch <laughs> it was horrible that's Ooh.
1: that's just on the list of terrible ideas yeah i just
2: couldn't watch it uh yeah skip through that bit but it's got like skydiving um it's got uh, surfing sculpture acid transvestites footage of watts post the you know the riots yeah um, it's got um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock in there filming Torn Curtain um, it's got vegetarians it's got Grauman's Chinese Theatre topless waitstaff, uh, anti-communists Ronald Reagan uh, um,
0: that's it, worse than the Manson family yeah it's
2: got Teddy Durant doing Beast of Sunset Strip and Jumping at Johnny's Wake and The, the Night Stalker um but uh yeah quite a relic. Um watched a Get Back from twenty twenty one.
0: Oh I've wanted to P. see Peter Jackson.
2: It's wonderful. It's just eight hours plus of joy. Oh man. <laughs> it's so good. Um yeah, from it's all it's all of January nineteen sixty nine, so it like uh f- they come in, they're supposed to do you know, they got they're given two weeks to do an album. And then uh do a live show based on the new album. Wow. <laughs> and they're not
0: doing so hot at the time.
2: Yeah, but it just show, it shows them what they're like. You know, they they have they have problems like at the end of the the first part, um, George leaves. Mhm. Um but uh you know it's just uh, Yeah, he didn't
0: even quit the band and they almost replaced him.
2: Yeah, they they have to go and Talking back in and yeah. and the, yeah, there's various changes that have to be made, but uh, yeah, he does come back in. But it's just so glorious. Oh my god! Watching and you're watching that and you're thinking uh, and they're, they're like singing these odd lyrics to these tunes. And you know what the tune's going to be. I'm uh-huh. like, no, no, no! You're almost there. You're almost, almost there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's this is like a tune that John keeps working on called "Child of Nature." Um. Yeah. Or uh, on the road to uh, Marrakesh, and you know it's going to turn into jealous guy a couple of years later.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, it's got like a, there's these shots of these newspaper stands outside where they're doing the uh, you know uh, Apple Studios, uh-huh. and one of them's uh, an ad for Rosemary's Baby, oh, man. so you know where that plays into John's yeah. story. <laughs> Oof. Um, here's one you may, maybe may want to check out for the show, uh, Men from this year? Hmm.
0: Oh, I've wanted to see that. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. The review I read said it was excellent. Uh, and then everybody else who saw it was like, that's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie. I, I was like, it's Alex Guard." Alex Garland, yeah. yeah. One
1: skull, meh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Write that down. Meh, that's the,
2: that's the other title of it. Yeah, meh. One skull, meh. Uh, the movie. It's got... Uh, very really good soundtrack, Jeff Barrow and Ben Salisbury. Um performances are really good. It's basically two people. Yeah. Um uh, I I couldn't figure out if there's anything more to the film than what you guessed from the poster. <laughs> uh, you know, are all the aggressions on display really gender specific? Um but bless this movie for 15, 20 minutes, the freakiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, The Onion, which I often think has pretty good reviews, they just love this movie. And I tried to get everybody, a bunch of people uh, together to go see it and, and then... I think I ended up getting a kidney instead, but because oh, <laughs> right. about the time that came that was probably out, probably a better idea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
2: so uh, now you can watch Men in Comfort. I can. Excellent. I'm going to remember to watch that. Yeah, we, we might have to do that for an episode because it's okay. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's strong stuff. Nice. Good. Good. Um, but uh, people, yeah. sh- people oh, should push man. the boundaries. Yeah. Uh, we watched the complete, uh, watch all the Ring films, all the Japanese ones, and
1: anyway. oh, nice.
2: Um,
0: Even the ring versus grudge,
2: yep. Sako versus what, what was the name? Uh, Kayako. Um, yeah, this is like really the ring is like the Halloween of Japan, it's like really tangled, <laughs> various <clears throat> timelines, yeah, going on. And, um,
1: and I want to say they keep going back to the well, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> very good very thank good. you Nice. thank you very much yeah, there's a I'll new, be here all week there's a new one coming out soon in Japan hmm. um, kiss the girls and make them cry no make them die sorry 1966 oh. this is an Italian James Bond sort of thing starring Mike Connors Mannix yep um, uh, Dorothy Proxima Rolf uh Terry Thomas um so yeah, Bondy sort of thing, good cast. It's basically the plot of Moonraker. Uh secret agent goes to Rio, finds a guy who's got his base in the jungle where he's planning on rendering human race impotent so he can repopulate it with his models. Hmm. Moon, yeah. Moonraker. Um yeah, nice location book. They even have a fight inside the Jesus statue, which is the last time anyone was allowed to film there. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: wow that's interesting
2: i didn't know you could go in there yeah it's, it's just this manky scaffolding and stuff they climb around inside it and they pop out the top of his head and, and then oh man <laughs> that sounds great yeah um that's, that's better
0: than a roller coaster at the end of a movie uh
2: let's see um yes yeah so we'll all the ring movies i'll leave those off uh final destination two yeah we we had a friday night where uh, I mixed uh, way too strong moscow mule so we we sat there watching final destination 2 and then final or then destination. we we, we sat, kept sitting there and watched shark night 3d which is by the same director david Ellis. <laughs> yeah Fr- final destination 2 is a spectacular opener it's the one with the car crash and the logs and everything oh okay yeah yeah uh, it's an amazing I and mean, you can tell this director is like an ex stuntman because it's just amazing mm mm-hmm. mhm um, but uh, after, after that it's is really forgettable um, and Shark Knight 3D mm, even dumber uh, it's got a good dog uh, the PG-13 really hurts it you know you can't play off the dumb comedy if you don't have a, the yeah. horror um, yeah no, not keen on that one uh, Scream of the Wolf TV 70s tv movie mm. with a werewolf
1: Ooh, uh, that sounds good yeah uh
2: directed by dan curtis ri- written by richard matheson all the wow. signs are good oh boy S- stars peter graves
0: oh no and
2: clint walker so uh uh there's these uh werewolf killings and uh, uh you've got these two guys who used to be hunters peter graves and clint walker and um yeah, it circles around the really interesting stuff that's going on. I think the TV executives kind of wanted them to pull back from what they knew was going on, maybe because there's obviously one of these guys is trying to seduce the other guy oh. and make him leave his girlfriend and go off with him. Um, Pretty yeah, it, it's risque
0: uh, for the seventies on yeah. TV. Yeah,
2: uh, and then I watched another werewolf movie. It's, this is another um uh de molina the um paul Nashi film uh this is the last one it's called uh well it's the last spanish one uh called Tropo, from nineteen ninety seven um this one's uh it's got characters named uh, Mino Westenra and it's set in the town of Vesalia so it's got always referent references to classic universal werewolf movies and, all oh, right uh, it refers back to the scarlet claw film you know sherlock holmes oh um yeah it, it was okay I, I liked how it used the um bbc horror sound effects record for all the howling and <laughs> stuff like that
0: oh that's great
2: um oh yeah and then i saw another good horror movie x this is we should watch this one
0: okay the oh this one is ty uh- west yeah, this is where they go to Texas or yeah, somewhere yeah. to film a porno.
2: Yeah, so yeah, you've got this group of people, and then it, and it's just like TCM. They they even duplicate some of the shots. Um, it stars Mia Garth. Yeah, she, so she's uh, she's one of the people that they, they, they go off and that they, they rented out this like uh, house, which is near this farmhouse, which is occupied by these this elderly couple, and uh, there's lots of self-reflection and doubling and uh, it's, um, yeah, it's really good. All right. You uh, enjoyed that one. So maybe we should do that one as well. All right. Okay.
1: Well, for me, uh got a little bit of television in, and not as many movies since last time. Um, I'll start with the television. So we started watching and we got through an entire season and into the new and well, the second and new season of the outlaws, this is on um, prime video. Okay. So if you have prime, you can watch this. It's uh, about a group of six people who are uh, doing community service uh, in England. And I want to say they're in Bristol, if I remember right. Uh, I think it's called community, uh, community payback. I think is what they call it. It's just a it
0: sounds like the Misfits,
1: yeah. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> which was a bunch of petty criminals in England mm-hmm. who uh, are doing community service, and then they get superpowers.
1: Yeah, I've heard about this. Sounds like fun.
0: It's okay. Yeah, it could be much, much better.
1: So it was a good premise, but the execution wasn't as good. Yeah, as the, the execution
0: time. leaves a little to be desired.
1: Well this one has uh, quite a cast, um which uh it was created by Stephen Merchant, who a lot of people will know from um some of his comedy work that he did with uh Ricky Gervais. He's the tall one with the glasses. Uh-huh. <laughs> um he's
0: like nine and a half feet tall, like yeah.
1: Only. It's he and uh Elgin James created this.
0: Uh, Ladies. He yeah. only <laughs>
1: Uh, this has, uh, Rihanna Bar- Barreto, Darren Boyd, Gamba Cole, um, Jessica Gunning, uh, Claire Perkins and Christopher Walken. <laughs> wow. Christopher Walken. Now he's not trying to pretend to be from England. Luckily mm-hmm. he's just this kind of, <laughs> That'd be
0: interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear him do a bad British accent.
1: Yeah. Or, a good one for that matter, or
0: yeah, maybe he could do a really <clears throat> good one,
1: so yeah, in this one he's of course, a bit of a fish out of water, but he's like the scammy old grandpa who he's never done right by his daughter, and he's back living at his daughter's house with his two grandchildren there, and uh you know, he's just always been a scammer, and he got in trouble for what they they don't tell you up front, which is. Pretty good storytelling. They let, you, they let you figure out later on what each of the individuals did. But they've been assigned to clean up what I assume is a rec center
0: mm-hmm. that's just
1: been destroyed and graffitied and just garbage everywhere. And they're trying to revitalize it. And there is um, something in the plot where there's a drug dealer and a large amount of money and hilarity ensues. That's about as much as I can say without spoiling it. Uh, but walk in as he does, and I think he's getting more ridiculous each, each movie or show he does is that cadence, how he delivers everything. It's just the emphasis is on the wrong slobble all the time. <laughs> yeah. you know, like on literally everything he says, <laughs> and it's just sort of fun to watch. You know, you, you can't be frustrated by it. You just have to say, you know what, this is walking. This is what he does. And, uh, and he does it throughout uh it's it's really uh interesting because it's certainly a comedy but there's also a lot of intrigue uh you know there's violence there's just crazy stuff going on throughout so that one i do recommend um well it looks like the imdb rating is 7.7 7 out of 10 so you know <laughs> meh yeah that's what i was going to say <laughs> so meh um resident evil the series and I'm watching this, you Wasn't know, evil
2: series. Resident, there's a
1: series. There's a series on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, quote unquote. Um, I was thinking, yeah, I'm not gonna, never mind, not doing it. And I did, and it's actually pretty well executed. I don't think anybody with half a brain is going to be having trouble figuring out what the story's doing and where it's going. I think you can figure out what the next turn is going to be at every turn. But still kind of a fun watch. And then right away, as I'm going, all right, I'm watching this. I'm like three, four, five episodes in, whatever. I find out, well, it's not getting renewed. It's been canceled mm. right out of the gate. So I guess wherever, hopefully they knew this before they finished making however any eight or ten uh, episodes. Because you don't want to get to like, all right, cool. They left us with a cliffhanger for the season and yes. we'll never know.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what'll happen.
1: Yeah.
2: Isn't Netflix, like, having money troubles. So oh, yeah. You can't trust anything they put on.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they, they are not doing well,
2: I understand. Because they lost all their big stuff to other channels. And... Uh-huh.
1: Well, you know who's upping their game is Tubi. I was watching... Well, I, I w- went on to Tubi last night.
2: I couldn't lower it. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It was weird. It was like the junk drawer of movies.
2: Right. It was excellent.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then they started like they've got three Jaws movies, like one, two and three.
0: Hmm.
1: And you know, they did that. Should
0: have been two, three and four. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Never mind that first one's piece of crap. (laughs) But uh
0: one's too good. It holds up too yes. well. <laughs> it doesn't belong in this genre.
1: No. They just added the Universal Monsters classics. What? What? Yeah, I watched *Bright of Frankenstein last night, and that's the other one I'll talk about. So Resident Evil, it's fine, whatever. You're not going to get to know anything past the first season. Um, well, I watched *Bright of Frankenstein last night for probably only the second time since we talked about it six years ago for the show. Okay. So that was really cool to to see that. It, right. I don't know if it gets more crisp than the copy they had. Well, because the
2: 4K is coming out this Halloween. Good.
1: Because this, this looked good, but not good enough for what it should look like. But, uh, yeah, Tubi is upping their game. So, I'm impressed. Um, we're probably...
2: Does that mean they've got rid of their exploitation stuff, or do they still have... I
1: hope not. Uh, I, I think they kept all that, too. Oh, good.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's oh, all I <clears throat>
1: So nothing new to report about Bride of Frankenstein. It still is awesome. And I'm always still surprised when I watch it that it takes the entire movie, well, other than that part of the beginning with Elsa Lanchester, but to get to the actual character of the bride is the entire movie. And then she hisses and the monster's like, all right, well.
2: We belong, Dad. Yeah. Yep. It's like one of the Ring movies that that, uh, in the 2000s, they made uh, movies called Sadako 3D and then Sadako 3D2. Nice. And Sadako 3D2. Not confusing. Sadako is not in it.
1: Ah. Oh, so it's like Halloween 3 season of the witch.
2: <laughs> yeah, not no even is just like is is really scrambled. It's really bad storytelling and uh yeah, she's not in it. There's this there's, there's, there's another girl
0: it? It's her cousin.
2: <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but uh a relative.
0: Oh, I was just <laughs> joking.
1: So should we talk about, uh, how are we pronouncing this? Is it umma Ma.
2: Meh. Meh. It's pronounced
0: <laughs> meh. No, I think it's Ma.
2: Ma. Yes. Very soft on the, um. the, the, the U.
0: On the um. On the um. Ma. So
1: th- this is a uh, 2022, so brand spanking new supernatural horror film. Filmed in late 2020. Yeah. But you know. You
0: said it was Sandra oh. I thought it was a Sandra oh directed film. Oh. I thought she had broken into directing.
1: That would be interesting.
0: Yeah. And then I was disappointed to see
1: She seems pretty it sharp. On. I bet she could direct.
2: I'm yeah. sure she could. I, I saw her do a show in the before times.
0: Yeah? In the before times? In the long, long ago? Yeah.
1: Like a live stage show?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was at the Paramount. Oh, did, oh, very what, nice. What
1: did she do? Was it spoken word or yeah, singing and dancing?
2: <laughs> it's like uh, three or four comedians, and she was the main one. Oh, oh.
1: nice. So was it actual funny comedy? Yeah. Good.
2: The, the good kind of comedy. Yes.
0: Yeah,
1: funny the comedy. kind That makes you laugh. Comedy's
0: not funny. <laughs> so this Aethos, was... those, that's what's funny.
1: <laughs> so the, this was uh, written and directed by Iris K. Shim, who I don't know anything about. It was a debut. Oh, that's why I'm like, I don't know this name. I don't know any body of work. So coming out of the gate with kind of a big production as far as, you know, having some, some well-known, uh, I mean, having Sandra Oh and Dermot Mulroney, uh, that right there is enough of a cast to support a lot of movies. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, this, uh, this is a ghost film and uh, a little bit of a haunting. More of a ghost than a haunting. I guess ghosts do haunt, but sometimes it takes several ghosts to do a haunting. Uh,
2: There's the sp- presence of the spirit world.
1: Yes, I think that's probably the best way to put it. Do, do you want to give a, uh, a, a somewhat concise um, recap of it, Jillian?
2: Uh She's suffering from a... Um demanding mother and she's come to America with her family and so she's afraid of turning into her mother with her daughter and she's been keeping her daughter at home on this uh, farm that she's somehow running by herself without Mm -hmm. any electricity Mm -hmm. even though she has a massive orchard and huge apiary
1: Mm. yeah no motors no electrical currents Yeah, she seems to be
2: doing fine Mm-hmm. Not a single
0: luxury.
1: <laughs> it was like Robinson Crusoe.
2: Her, her daughters <laughs> wanting to go off to college and uh, finding out about the outside world, despite every everything. And um, yeah, and, and she's uh, and the the mother is seeing her mother.
1: Yeah, there's a visit from an uncle who brings what the, re- the ashes, the remains. Yes. And some personal effects in a suitcase.
2: Right, yeah. That, that triggers her going even deeper into her trauma. And-
1: he brings a second suitcase full of shame and blame <laughs> yes. and anger. Yeah. And finger pointing.
2: Yeah. She emerges from the shadows, wagging her finger.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like startling people and finger wagging and all kinds of... Uh, Unwanted apparitions and places where it startles you. So yeah, a few jump scares from the Mom Ghost.
2: Did um, any of the jumps work for you?
1: I wasn't startled by a single one.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Uh this is something this was a problem with the movie I was I was gonna bring up. I didn't feel scared or on edge no. once. I'm trying Aww. to think I'm trying to think of now? Pretty much now. Like none of the gags were terribly original. I think I I think I've seen most of them before or all of them before. But you know, we're talking a new director. Yeah. So, so I I will say I hope you watch this and figure it out um do better in the second film.
2: I watched this with with an Asian American woman and she thought it was quite scary.
1: Oh. So is there some, well, okay, so we were told by somebody who's married to a Korean, well, a first generation American who has Korean parents. Um, he said, no, oh, don't watch it. It's going to freak you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, okay, are you telling your wife this because you don't want her to dread the death of your mother and the ensuing haunting that's going to happen someday? <laughs> is, this mm. inev- is this inevitable in Korean culture? I don't know. But uh yeah, Sam said don't watch it. Huh. S- but uh so this is this was regarded as as really scary. Good. I'm glad it worked.
2: It's got one of the, the uh there's this um spirit which is in several Asian cultures, the nine tailed fox. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah, that was my favorite bit. Yeah. And you actually see it at one point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was uh it was out of the picture on something. It was like folded on. I don't know if it was the robe or a piece of art or something. But
2: yeah, yeah, you see images of it. In, yeah, in embroidery and so on.
1: Yeah, and it's just obscured to you. You don't see the nine tails.
2: Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah eventually it appears in the in the orchard. Yeah. Um, so in, in China it's the Juehu. In Japan it's the Yoko Kitsune, um, and uh, very popular in Asian. Horror mm-hmm. movies um, is that,
1: is that uh, the same root word as the yokai? No, no, different. <laughs>
2: Just sounds similar. Uh, <laughs> coincidentally, twenty nine films about this spirit since nineteen ninety six. That should give you some idea. Wow, wow. Um, in Korea, it's called the kumiho, as they refer to it in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's often it, it's got it can transform like most spirit creatures. Um, uh, it can transform into a woman. Um, eats boy's liver or or <laughs> eat boy's boy's hearts depending on which region you're in right um, yeah it was uh, first recorded in the uh, classic of mountains and seas in the fourth century BCE um, it's when a wow when a fox achieves the age of a thousand years and uh, <laughs> becomes a shapeshifter um, uh, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily malevolent, like we understand uh, evil spirits in in the West. Um, Asian spirits tend to be a bit more ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the Korean one tends to be tends to favour the darker side. Okay, uh, it's a more frightening creature. Uh, in Korea, there's been sixteen TV and film appearances since 1994 wow um who's his agent <laughs> right uh, so so when I, uh, after I watched this film, I watched a couple of uh, N- nine tail fox films there's one called uh thousand year fox nineteen sixty eight which is uh uh pretty cool it looks like one of the classic Shaw brothers movies oh nice of, uh, nice production design and nine tail fox versus a cat and nine tails <laughs> Uh, third third century romance
1: collaboration with Bava uh, uh-huh.
2: seems to have a lot of influence from Japanese uh, ghost cat movies <gasps> and um, and then there's another more recent one 1996 called Fox with Nine Tails uh, which is uh, plays more into comedy hmm. but uh, this goofball picks up this <laughs> nine tail fox woman at the cemetery and oh. hijinks ensue very nice. As yes, they would. Yeah. But, Whenever uh,
0: you pick up a woman at the cemetery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Nuntail Fox. There you go. All right. All right.
1: Well, that's, that's something I think listeners could deep dive into and, uh, probably find some interest. Oh yeah,
2: there's lots out there.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we've seen these movies before where there is a, uh, I don't know, disaffected teen who's just sort of trying to figure some things out. And there's the parent that feels like they're protecting them from something or keeping something from them. And it's certainly one of those, but you don't really... I i feel like this movie doesn't tell you what this inherent danger supposedly is.
2: Yeah, you don't know what the stakes are.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah I can't tell what's at stake. I can't tell if there's supposed to be some danger or if it's just the mom's phobia about electricity, which, you know, if you've seen better call Saul, then, you know, Saul's brother's got that same disorder. Yep. Yep. Chuck. Chuck. Yep. So, uh, I did like the fact that since they did have a little farm, which had an impossible amount of stuff going on for no electricity, as as Mm -hmm. you said earlier, they were beekeepers, which I always yeah. like seeing this in a film, you know, especially if it seems like they did a little bit of research and it looks somewhat authentic uh, because I grew up right next door to my grandpa, who was a beekeeper. Yeah, my oh, aunt, really? My yeah. aunt was too. Yeah. Wow. And if you get to be around this, you understand how cool bees really are and how little, little of a danger they are at all.
2: Yeah. Oh, no,
1: no. Yeah. Like uh, the the worst thing that can happen is one gets in your shirt, freaks out and stings you, or you step on one if you're barefoot.
2: Yeah, you can't a be group s- of them go drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah. the other. It can give it anaphylactic shock if you're if you're wired that way. Yeah. It can kill you.
1: Yeah, if you don't have your EpiPen or at least a Benadryl or something. Um, funny thing about this, not not funny haha, but uh, peculiar that we should be talking about this. I have not stepped on a bee since I was probably five years old, living next door to Grandpa, and it was <laughs> I was running around barefoot in the summer, and there was a drone, you know, just sitting there on the sidewalk, and I stepped on it, stung. I,
2: I stepped in a hornet's nest when I was ish. yeah, yeah. And well, they, they just uh, filled up my clothes, <laughs> oh, uh, oh so I, I had to be laid on a bed, and then people were like picking the hornets off me. Wow. They didn't
1: form a big fist and knock you out. Dozens
2: <laughs> Yeah, big arrow. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, I stepped onto a bee last night. Oh. oh
2: how weird. Did it sting you?
1: It stung me on the big toe. Luckily, got the stinger out immediately, put ice on it, and it honestly is no worse for because I have a real reaction to mosquito bites. They they just itch like crazy mm-hmm. and welt up a little bit. And I was expecting this to, like I thought my big toe was just gonna A little go bit of crazy. A-
0: ammonia on a cotton ball yeah it's really good for bee stings and wasp stings
1: oh good good to know i've always heard baking soda but
0: baking soda works too
1: yeah baking soda is really full of itself i mean <laughs> yeah you know, it, it thinks it can do it everything it doesn't
0: work like you know oh hi i'm ammonia. toothpaste
1: and i can clean your bumper and your car and yeah i can disinfect this and deodorize that you know what That can
0: settle off. your upset stomach
1: sure you can do all that uh-huh. what are you magic Yes. If this was the 1600s, that would get you hanged or burned.
2: <laughs> Possessing baking soda. Yes. Yeah.
1: So kind yeah, more than an ounce. <sighs> Ooh, <laughs> right. Man. So I got uh, stung on the toe, and it wasn't that bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. I think 2019, I got stung by a. a by a bee and a wasp in the same year hadn't been stung in forever well
1: like one of them held you the other one punched you Uh uh-huh nice
0: well one of them was something with the cat got it while it was on my arm of course oh yeah then it went and stung me
1: yep cats are always happy to help yeah so will you didn't get to watch this because netflix was being a bitch yeah uh
0: Can we say bitch on...
1: No. We we can say whatever we want. This has the little red E next to it, so we can say anything. Oh, good. We hold back a lot for what we could say. Yeah. Uh, This is only 83 minutes. You would have been so happy. I know.
0: I was so happy to see that it was only 83 minutes. Yeah. I was ready to put those seven minutes in the bank so I could watch a slightly longer movie next time.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can move that to the end of another movie. Sure. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you didn't get to watch it. I hope you do because I, yeah, you I plan to. Cause... I, wa- I want to find out how not startled you are by the.
0: <laughs> it looks interesting.
1: It, uh, you know, they they made this little world and you got to walk around in it for eighty three minutes. Well, probably eighty if you cut off the credits. Um, it was fine. You know, they they told a little story. We watched the story, and I wasn't scared by it.
2: Hmm. I don't know it what else, happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't find the scares were. I found them generic, Um they weren't tied into the theme of it. Why is the ghostly mother popping out suddenly? What's the what's she trying to do? You know, it's not like she's trying she's, to scare she's you. Chucky, she's not trying to. Right. You know, she's she's not taking joy in scaring someone. She's. You know, she's supposed to be this malignant force, but she's not doing anything. She's just jumping out. And...
1: Yeah, she's a she's supposed to be restless, and kind of miffed.
2: Yeah, but so then why but... is she doing these jump? You know, they do this gag. They they nick this gag off of the Curse of La Llorona for crying out loud. Oh you know, no! One of the worst movie horror movies in the past decade. Yeah, Oof. where she uh, she lifts up her beekeeping mask and then you know. When she's looking through the mask, you can see the ghost. But when she lifts up the mask, it's gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. And there's always like you know it's Sam Raimi was involved in this, and uh, he was. Yeah. A, yeah. He that explains the sash. Exec, exec, executive producer, and and okay. all the scenes of people being hauled into holes in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those were
1: the tree roots from Evil yeah. Dead. Okay, I saw that gag. I don't. I guess I didn't see that it was a Raimi production. Uh, yeah. But that explains why. They felt like, "Hey Sam, we were thinking of doing this."
2: Yeah, yeah, Can you tell us some scary things to do?
1: He's like, "You know what people love when something wraps around and yanks you down a hole."
2: So I found the the basic plot generic. Um, the the story of an Asian American family where one generation is is like born in America and they're trying to break away, and then the older generation is like not having it. Yeah, it's in so many. It, it's got. It's at the point where um, Asian American novelists find that they can't get published unless they do that story. Yeah, because the, the publisher will say people just want to read this story about oh, Asian. Oh no, they don't want any other story about it.
1: Yeah, you want the, you want the grandma slash mom to be the old country. Yeah, you want the mom.
2: Mm-hmm. The, and, then, and then the the second generation is like completely
1: yeah they don't speak they don't speak the yeah, language they, they don't, you know, they they don't know the
2: culture the Chinese, yeah or yep. korean whatever yeah um yeah so i found that generic but you know it's it's an interesting story but then you paired with the generic scares yeah it was just mm. uh, very bland
1: it was competently lit and filmed and it was fine
2: yeah it was okay I,
1: yeah
2: I just found it bland Yes. Okay. So we quote. G- <laughs> <Close. laughs>
1: yeah, we gave it 2.5 stars for its adequacy.
2: <laughs> um, if you're doing a film on a farm, I need to feel a sense of actuality. There needs to be some physical labor, a mm-hmm. sense of working with the land.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I got I got news maybe for maybe
2: an... a
0: sense of sort of isolation from other. Yeah, they didn't seem that
1: isolated. She could
2: just hop on her bike and visit the neighbors. Yeah, Yeah, you got
1: Dermot Mulroney just being like the super fantastic buddy, buddy guy who runs the little store. He's super helpful, super nice. It's like, you know, he should have designs on getting with the mom or something.
2: Yeah, you you got that idea that he did. He he did. You know, uh, she was a very special friend to him. Yeah. And you've got the, like, the local kids are hanging out by the one store in town. Laughing. But they, they didn't see much of a threat.
1: Yeah, they were laughing at the girl f- yeah. for being weird. But she wasn't weird. She was, like, nah. totally normal looking. Yeah. So, yeah, hey, there goes the weirdo. <laughs> oh, come on now. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of things kind of started off and then didn't go anywhere but mm. um and and again these are probably faults of it being of you know a first try for a writer director and that's okay
2: yeah She, i uh i wouldn't be interested if she did another horror movie but she did another uh, i want to see more of her movies
1: yeah yeah i'll we'll see what happens you know um So
0: she's directing the next Halloween, just to let you all know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a reimagining.
0: Halloween begins. Yes. It's going to be right after Halloween ends.
1: (laughs) Halloween begin again (laughs) is what they should call it. So Halloween ends two. Should we get to the inevitable? (laughs) (laughs) 3D (laughs) two. Halloween ends two. (laughs) T.O.O. Yeah. Should we do the inevitable? The uh, the recommends? Jolyon? Not really. Based on what we've said, Will, what do you think? Meh. Meh. Yeah, I don't recommend this one uh, unless somebody wants to watch what they think is a ghost movie or a horror movie and really actually doesn't want to get scared.
2: Yeah, if you're new to this story.
0: What if you're into, I don't know, beekeeping? If you recommend it that way.
2: Or watch watch Wicker Man remake instead. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anything that shows actual, like... Uh, the expeller process of getting the honey out of the frames. Something like that, you know. That that might be kind of cool to watch some montages of that stuff going mm-hmm.
2: on. You know, getting out all the, the honey. Oh, yeah. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's just liquid gold, people. Uh-huh. You should watch this process. You should get involved. You should eat more honey.
2: And you should watch the Eddie Izzard routine where he talks about bees.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs>
2: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, is there anything- I think
2: he has a new special or
0: very recent one i need to watch
2: they had there was this uh i think netflix has it it's this uh they did a special in uh, the hollywood bowl i think whereas like everyone was like lgbtq or the all
1: oh the okay
2: and he was one of those
1: how oh, interesting
2: or she now she see i think eddie Hizzard is out she now
1: huh oh. did not know that
0: i thought eddie was only a transvestite
2: Hmm. I think the pronouns they're using for Oh, the I see. she, she.
0: well,
1: she, her, and not uh, he, him. Like yeah, it's previously. their choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you'd think an easy name change would be Edie Hazard. You know, that would be pretty on the nose, pretty obvious. I mm-hmm. wonder what I wonder what the deal. But um, he's
0: changing his last name, but he's keeping Addy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait, no, that's that's a total miss. Is there anything else about this before we get out of here? Uh, call it a show? No. All right. Well, listeners, once again, thank you for listening.
0: Stay off the moors. Watch out for bees. <laughs>